Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy give you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and sometimes even recommendations for whatever we read this week. Amy, as you are in charge of these things, what is it that we read this week? We read Mr. Rochester by Sarah Schumacher. I think that's how. Schumacher? Schumacher. Schumacher, I believe. Yes. And this one is actually a recommendation that we got from a listener. So Woo! we have to give a bit so of... Yeah, I, we love, 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 love getting recommendations. Otherwise, and I love getting I your emails. I just go into a spiral of I'll just endlessly read George at Haya. So yes. getting recommendations pulls me out of it for a yeah, bit. Yeah, it's, it's true. Wonderful. It's true. So we have to give a shout out to Holly. Woohoo! Who is in Scotland, who listens to the podcast while she walks her dog. <laughs> And he has the cutest name in the history of time. His name is Scamp. Hi, Holly, and hi, Scamp. Hi, Scamp. Who is a chihuahua, but a kind of long-haired chihuahua, uh, which I think is just a kindness if you live in, in Scotland. Scotland. Bless her. It wasn't a, I love this, read this, it's fantastic. It was a... What do you think? Have you ever read Jane Eyre? There is one called Mr. Rochester. Read it and tell me what you think. So we don't know what Holly thinks, really, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, Holly, can you reply yeah, back I feel and like tell us we listen to this? Yes, I yeah. need, we, need, we need like your breakdown of what you thought. Shall I do the spoiler free or are you going to do this? This, is, this would be one of my really short ones because okay. I was just thinking it's about Mr. Rochester from growing up until meeting Jane Eyre. Pretty much. <laughs> so it kind of tells his entire life story in the same way that Jane Eyre tells Jane Eyre's entire life story. Do we need to give backstory on Jane Eyre? Uh, no. I don't think we do because it's not actually relevant to Mr. Rochester, the, this novel. Yeah, okay. So it's I a, suppose... It's about a man in the yes, 19th yeah, century. Yeah, okay, right. So that's what we need to do. He is in the aristocracy, but he's mostly his dad's in trade. And so he is the second son. Yeah. And that's really important because his father treats him very heavily like a second son. He kind of receives no love. Mum died in childbirth. And so he doesn't receive kind of any affection or love and is abused in that kind of neglected like, he's, a, he's a lonely child. He's a very lonely child. When he reaches the age of eight, he is sent away to school. And basically, the book is broken up into the phases of Edward Rochester's life, where he becomes a man, he kind of has this desire for his dad's approval, because his dad is also not just absent, but also very silent. He is a super uncommunicative. He'll, he'll send... And a letter saying, and tomorrow your bags will be packed and you'll be moving here. Make your farewells. exactly. And it's like he has a master plan. Mm. He's planned out Edward's life and Edward just needs to do it. never told Edward what that master plan is. And Edward is a sensitive boy who is also kind of just prepared to do... He has a strong sense of duty. Yes, that's right. And he is prepared to do what his father has laid out for him. And despite being lonely and a bit sad sometimes, he is quite grateful for the things that his dad has organised for him. He believes that his dad has his best Best interests interests at heart. So his dad has trade interests in Jamaica. So his eighth birthday, they receive a letter where his older brother, Roland, who is a bit of a 
dandy and a bit of a jerk, to be honest. He treats Edward appallingly. So Roland is to go meet up with his dad and he and father are going off to Jamaica to do something with their holdings there and Edward is to go off to school. And he, the love of Thornfield is really deep. Like he has a strong sense of belonging to that place Mm. as well. So that kind of, uh, the two things that kind of follow him for most of the book are this love of and this really keen desire to see Jamaica and to want to return home as well. So basically the phases of his life, he's at school at this boy, as a private boy. No, it's not a huge school. It's like a guy who teaches a like more more like a tutor but you're sent to the tutor's house and you live with him yeah but but the tutor doesn't live at your house you live at his house kind of thing so that was one situation and then he goes to learn trade and how to run he goes to one assumes like manchester and he learns how to Uh, run they do tell you where it is may mayview or mayfield Uh, or something like that anyway wherever it is somewhere in the north sorry and sorry british listeners and so he goes off there to learn. Essentially, he works for a weaver and or a textiles maker and learns that kind of trade and, you know, gets a bit older. And he learns, learns how to run things. a mill and be a businessman. That's what he yeah, learns. Yeah, absolutely. A manufacturing interest, essentially. Yeah. Then from there, he does finally get no, nope. he goes to Cambridge. Oh, he does. He goes to Cambridge. Goes That's to right. Uni- he goes to university for a bit, and then he does end off, end up off to Jamaica. Is that spoilers? I feel like that's the whole plot. I don't think that's spoilers. It's yeah, about because okay. it's about his his life and his his journey. many things happen to him. And knowing that he goes to things. Jamaica is not a spoiler. You see no. it coming at the beginning because yeah, his, his nickname as a boy at his school is Jamaica. It's Jam, yeah. And then ultimately you get to sort of towards the end of the book then he is back at Thornfield, which you know he ends up back at because of he is the love interest for Jane Eyre in and there's that the book Jane Eyre. And then in... there is the overlap and you get all of the events of the novel of Jane Eyre from the perspective of Rochester. In about only the last fifth of the book. It's Absolutely. quite like most of it is his his growing and because, becoming that romantic hero that we yes, see. Yes, because most of the events of Jane Eyre are centred around Jane Eyre. So all of the things that happen to her with him not physically present are mm. not touched on. Do no. you know what I mean? So they don't try and retell Jane Eyre in that sense. They tell Rochester's perspective of those that time he spent with her. That's kind of the book in broad strokes. Amy, would you recommend Mr. Rochester? I'm interested to hear your yeah. thoughts about this, actually, because we haven't talked about this yet. So I found it an engaging read. Yeah. I think that's for a couple reasons. One is I found it significantly more interesting than Jane Eyre. Sure. And I do not like Jane Eyre because I don't like Jane Eyre and it's in first-person narrative. So As is it this, was, I suppose that's important to but mention But well. he's not Jane. So I enjoyed spending time sort of working towards that. And and you are in the same sort of period of writing. The author does try and use that sort of Bronte motive, emotional style as she writes. Yeah, a little bit. Yep. So I, knowing what was coming and knowing that, you know, Rochester ultimately meets his redemption through Jane Eyre. I came into the book going, I really hope I don't have to spend most of this book with him mooning over Jane Eyre. Yeah. So it was nice to actually spend time with this significant other literary character. Particularly, I think, when you pick up the book originally 
And so we both read this as a physical hard copy. I don't know if an audiobook exists, but we read it as a physical hard copy. It's not a small book. And I had the same thought when I picked it up. I was like, if this is just like that horrendous, you know, like the, some of those really awful books where you didn't like the original and now you're going to just read the entire book again from the perspective of a different character. I was like, I don't know how it could yeah. be this big. There's not this much to say. So, no, I agree. The fact that we were actually only with Jane in the yeah, last fifth absolutely. Or like, if that made it much more appealing. I did enjoy that. There were times where, like, listening to your plot summary, I, on reflection, am more kind to the character of Rochester than I was while reading it because there were a lot of times where I was like, for God's sake, just ask your dad a question. At no point does he ever initiate asking his dad a question. He just accepts his lot. And at times I found that really irritating. In Jane Eyre, he's quite a sort of firm, sort of mysterious hero. And originally when I came into the book and he was like, you know, this sort of indecisive, naive young man, man. even after like, so I'm talking about once he was at uni and once he was actually heading over to Jamaica, he still has this naivety. And I found it a bit difficult to match that to the guy I remember reading in Jane Eyre. Absolutely. And the sort of kind and placid, very dutiful guy I was reading in Mr. Rochester. Yeah, for sure. I think it's given me a greater appreciation of Jane Eyre. After reading Mr. Rochester, I hate Jane Eyre a bit less. Oh, okay. Like as in you hate the book or the character? Unsure. It's a long way to go. I think I would recommend it, but I don't think I would recommend it to anyone who hasn't read Jane Eyre. Yeah, that would be interesting to read it without having read Jane Eyre. I think you could. I actually think this book would stand alone. If I was reading this without sort of knowing what it was working towards, which is the Jane Eyre connection, I wouldn't have finished it because it was just like, oh, how much worse can things get for poor Edward at times? Yeah, okay. So if someone said, I have read Jane Eyre and I didn't mind Jane Eyre. I would say read this book. Yeah, great. But if someone said, hated Jane Eyre, I'd say, don't bother. If you're on the fence, you liked bits of Jane Eyre. If you're one of the people who were like, yeah, it got much better when Rochester appeared, which I think the novel definitely did, then I would recommend you read this book. Okay. Great. It's the least clear recommendation ever. It is the least clear recommendation ever. But I... As is, as is our, uh, I think, our trend... I have much more decisive feelings about this book. That's than just what us, you though. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> Tell you, me your decisive feelings. I'm I done. Can. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. I'm okay, done. good. All right, good. So, I, again, I think it's important to caveat my experience of Jane Eyre hmm. because it is what you know going into it. And it's clearly a, like, you know, from that book. Rochester is from that book. So, it's about that as well. I did not read Jane Eyre at school, but read it. As a person who enjoys reading and everyone talks a lot about Jane I very Eyre. impressive that you Thanks, did it. Man. I got up to the bit where they, like, where they were about to get married and that all happened and I put the book down and I walked away from it because I am also, like, a literarily aware person, I guess. I do know how Jane Eyre ends. Mm. You've read and, The Air Affair, which... Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I know how it ends. And I think, actually, that level of knowledge of Jane Eyre... A cursory sort a of... A cursory Google is enough knowledge to read this book. I think it's enough knowledge. I don't know whether it's enough motivation. So here's the thing. 
I also, this is the other important thing that I have to make clear before I tell you how I feel about Mr. Okay. Rochester. Everyone talks about him as an important literary hero, a dark and mysterious love interest person. Mm-hmm. The best part about Jane Eyre as a book, I hated Jane. Like, the character could have pushed her in a river and held her down. Hated, hated, hated her. I also hated Rochester. I did in not Eyre? like him in Jane Eyre. Mm. I didn't like either of them. That is why I put the book down and walked away from it. Okay. I was like, actually, yeah. don't like either of you. You potentially deserve each other. He's just gruff and angry at the world, and she's just so high on her high horse of righteousness that it makes me want to punch her in the head. So I hated it with a passion. So when Holly was like, read Rochester, I put it off and I put it off and I put it off because I could not. And then I saw how big it was. And I went to the library and oh, I borrowed it out. And then I, all I had was I your read, voice in I my head it. going, it's my library rental. You need to You've got until it. the 20th of October and then it expires. And then I had to extend it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I read Rochester and I really enjoyed it. I felt like his journey was interesting and logical and centrally about wanting to find home because he had never had a place to belong. He had never felt loved or seen or heard. And this is why I cried and I wanted him to fight with his dad. (gasps) I understood why he didn't fight with his dad. That was contextually very clear. And also nothing that his dad had done for him up to that point, apart from not love him. I felt like Everything he had done, really, until it appears to not be, until it is proven to perhaps not be in Rochester's best interest, seemed to quite be in his best interest. But it couldn't have hurt his dad to just say, this is why I'm sending you here. Yeah, but Rochester doesn't communicate in Jane Eyre either. Yes, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a complete lack of communication. I'm just going to stand here, which is why I hate him in Jane Eyre. I actually thought that that made, that made sense between a father and son. I felt like that was okay. And he does make kind of these connections with people that his father puts him in the way of, and some of those are quite beautiful and they, quite yes. fulfilling. This, see, he was my gorgeous. tears Absolutely. again. So the part for me where you were like, people should have read Jane Eyre to enjoy this book, to push through the sad bits – I wanted to see what happened to Rochester at the end, Mm. even though I knew. Does that make sense? I wanted to see. I still would have wanted to read to see what his ending was because I I cared about him as a person. Because I knew what his ending was in Jane Eyre. I was like, oh, God, what what more horrible things is she going to do to him? In this book. Yeah, but something Uh, had to break him. uh, Like, Rochester uh, in Jane Eyre uh, is broken. He's a broken shell of a person, and so you kind of had then to... Then they keep breaking him. Pretty Yes, but <laughs> it was just, really, there's only, there's really only one horrendous thing that happens to him. No. Apart from life. Life happens to <laughs> Rochester. <laughs> so, so people die. That happens. You love people, and then they die. That's what life is. That's not anything particularly horrendous that happened to him. His dad sent him off to, and that's lonely. It's a lonely childhood, but they weren't abusive places. He didn't. He wasn't in some kind of, you know, slave house where he had to do horrendous things. Like that wasn't yeah, happening wasn't to him. He wasn't in the workhouse. Or no, he wasn't like off that. in the workhouse or anything like that. Really, there's just like it all builds up to the one horrible thing. 
that his dad did to him, that he prepared him for and then foisted upon him. Yeah. So that is horrible. But you also, if you've read Jane Eyre, you know what that is. Mm. And the thing that got me... The thing that, if anything, so I got to the bit where he meets Jane. And when you say got me, like. No, as in, I say the bit where I got to the book and was like, ugh, it's all downhill from here. Okay. Was the bit where he met Jane. Uh. (laughs) From the point where we meet Jane, I will admit I skimmed the rest of the book. Like, I read that very, very quickly. What happens to him in Jane Eyre? Is horrible. Yes. Like the worst, anything that you read in Mr. Rochester, the worst is yet to come in Jane Eyre. The worst thing that happens to him is what happens to him in Jane Eyre. So if you've read Jane Eyre, you already know that the worst is coming for him and it's right at the very, very end of the book. So once he met Jane, I was like, ugh, here we go, and just quickly skimmed through to the end. But up to that point, I found it fascinating. Yeah, I feel like the author really did justice to building a world Yes, behind I agree. Rochester. And I really. An engaging world. An engaging and interesting look at the life of a young man at the time. Like it, it was great. I really, I actually really, really enjoyed reading this book and was pleasantly surprised when, you know, we'd sort of, my husband and I'd be like, what are we going to do tonight once the kids are in bed? Rara. Well, actually, I think I'm going to go and, I think I'm going to go and read for a bit. And oh, so good. I have to absolutely say, like, in terms of the purpose of the podcast and the purpose of listeners writing in and giving us recommendations is I would never have touched this book with a 10-foot pole if Holly hadn't recommended it to us. No, neither would I. And mm. I feel like it has, in a way, lessened the resentment I have held in my mind against having to have read Jane Eyre. Yeah, me in too. high school for yeah. many, many, many years, it has it has mitigated that and given me a little bit of a healing. You know? It was cathartic. It was. It was. It was actually a because, bit of a cathartic because read. it That's washed true. to the it washed the sort of Jane residue out of my literary imagination and put more you know interesting Rochester backstory in. That's complex. I just liked it. <laughs> I really liked it, and I liked him, and. I really liked the different like episodes of mm, it. That was I good. really that I found that so interesting. It would be a good four-part miniseries. It would be a pretty good four-part miniseries. You could do the whole Jane Eyre section and then the last in just one. A no, no, and yes, that's right. Just a montage Music of video shots. Montage yes, that's right. People wouldn't have to watch fade that to one. Watch. Anyway, so yes, I actually would recommend it, and I would recommend it to people who have not been scarred by Jane Eyre. Mm. But if you have not been scarred by Jane Eyre, or you tried to read it and decided you hated it or whatever, and chose not to go there, just Google like, and because it is what set is for the s- plot of Jane Eyre? Yep, and do like a Spark Notes because there's so many Spark Notes and things for it because it's a history, a, a, it history, is, a high school text. I would say that knowing the bits that happen in Jane Eyre gives you some nice little appreciative nuggets. It, it gives you, like, oh, yeah, it gives okay. you nice nuggets. Oh. But I, the other thing I think it gives you is foreshadowing. Yeah. So there's quite mm. a lot of foreshadowing done in the book that I think you would miss if you didn't know what was coming from Jane. And I did enjoy going, oh, I enjoyed, no. yes, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the foreshadowing and then I enjoyed the little reveal moment yeah. that has to happen as a result of that. So, yeah, absolutely. I would totally recommend it. I couldn't say, so I'm going to segue. Obviously, I, I've only read it once. I did really find it quite engaging. I would not be super shocked if I read it again. 
I won't read it again. Fair enough. It was too. I, it was too emotional. It was too for much me. for you. Yeah. I loved it because I was like, oh, look at this whole life he got to have before he had to live the rest of it with Jane. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think I'm to happy Benjamin to Button, yeah, and he can live right. it in backwards. Yeah. Start with Jane, which is the, and then it know, just gets better yeah. from there. But I will say, I'm very glad that I read it. Thanks, Holly. Thanks, Holly. Thoroughly enjoyed. I suppose on that note, we should be like emailing us your recommendations. We do have some other recommendations we're getting to as well. So if you have already emailed us, we are coming for you. Don't worry about that. At any rate, join us next week when we will certainly bring you another recap, review, and potential recommendation for whatever we read that week. And until then, very happy reading! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.